operating under the crooked American radio system too long. Bucking Idiots Podcast. Pronounced Bucking Idiots Podcast. Adjective meaning putting out that buccaneer knowledge while entertaining the masses. Being fool asses yet remaining fly at the same time. Now look at yourself. Are you down for this Bucking Idiots Podcast? I know I am. Matter of fact, fuck doing anything else. This is G-Funk saying right on to the real and deaf to the fakers. Peace out. Welcome back to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, where today we preview the Bucks Cleveland game. We sit down with Poppy Latte himself, Christian from Headlines Barbershop. We chop up your Bucks takes, and oh, we preview the next Bucks jersey giveaway. So sit back and check it out. Welcome to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, motherfuckers! Yeah, it's your national underground, thunderbounds when I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback, a orangutan, you can't stop a train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sit in a drop top soaking wet. In a silk suit, trying not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net. But this be the year that we won't forget. One, nine, nine, nine. Baby, it's your boy, Stank Bastard, King Idiot, back in the building once again for a fresh new Bucking Idiots podcast, and it's game day, bitches. That's right, the only preseason game that really counts is today. Bucks, Cleveland, we get to see the starters for an extended period of time. No more of one drive, Jameis. One drive defensive starters. We get to actually see a little bit of what's been going on behind the scenes. This is a dress rehearsal for the regular season. Obviously, we hope and pray we stay healthy and safe out there. That's all that really matters. We're going to have some guys on the shelf. Mike Evans is going to be on the shelf. The usual suspects. Sue probably won't play much, much of the game. And guys who've been battling injuries obviously won't see the field either. In preparation for the regular season, which is just like two weeks away. I can't fucking believe it. It's here. It's really fucking here. I'll be attending today's game, and I hope to see some of you bucking idiots there. Find me. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know where you're going to be so we can meet up before the game, say what's up, and give each other some love. So anyways, what I'm looking forward to most is to see how we hold up against a real team. Cleveland's got real talent. We're going to get pushed on both sides of the ball. Our offensive line is going to get its first real test. How will Donovan Smith look against Miles Garrett or Olivier Vernon? This Browns defensive line has some talent. Sprinkled in Sheldon Richardson. They're pretty fucking scary up front. So I'm excited to see. What we look like. Can we run the ball? Can we protect Jameis? And like Bruce Arian said, this is a good litmus test to see what we're really about. (laughs) You stop, bitch. I'm also excited to see how our young secondary holds up against OBJ, Jarvis Landry. If they even play, maybe they hold those guys out. I don't know. How are those linebackers going to look in coverage against David and Joku? So it should be fun, man. And I'm really hoping the weather holds up because last week's game was a little bit mushy, a little bit rainy, wasn't very fast paced, wasn't very exciting until the fourth quarter or the last minute or so of the game. I want to see some action. And speaking of action, I've got a treat for you, Bucking Idiots. Poppy Latte stopped by the studio earlier in person. That's right. Christian from Headlines Barbershop came in and blessed us with his Buccaneer knowledge, man. He came with the heat, man. So without further ado, here is my interview with Christian, a.k.a. Poppy Latte. Betty, cue that shit up. What the fuck, Stank? What's the problem, Betty? How are you going to have that delicious chocolate Dominican man 
in my studio and not let me know beforehand. <laughs> Easy, because your ass would sexually harass him, and I can't afford a lawsuit. Fuck you, Stank. Play the interview already, bitch. Fucking idiots. I have a very special guest in the house. Some of you may know him as Poppy Latte. Some, some of you guys might know him from, I don't know, kicking him out of your house at some point. I don't know. You might know him as uh, Christian from Headlines Barbershop. What's good, baby? What's going on, man? And listen, listen, put some respect on my name, bro. When you say Poppy Latte, you gotta say Poppy Latte. You gotta take it to another it's another it's another voice. It's another it's another depth. It's just Poppy Latte. Poppy Latte. I mean, we got are it, bro. We That's are sick. near. We're right, you know, Ebor City's right here, West Tampa. I forgot, man. I you know, I gotta get in the in in the vibe here. Get 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 in the vibe, bro. Cause it's game day tomorrow, bro. I'm re- I don't know if you're ready. I'm ready. I'm hyped. I'm taking my son to his first game, as a matter of fact, bro. So I'm pretty hyped about that. That's really special, man. I have a daughter. Of course, every man dreams of taking his son to his very first football game. You're getting to live that fucking dream out tomorrow, man. That's so cool. Does he, like, killer, does he like football? Is he watching? He loves it, man. He watches with me every Sunday. He watches reruns with me, bro. He'll sit down and want to play Madden and break down stuff with me. Uh, Do me a favor. Give him the, the, the podcast number. Have him call in with a take. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he will call it with a take. I don't know how vulgar it'll be or vulgar at all, but he will call it with a take. He's a bucking idiot too, bro. Hell yeah. Hey, man. I'm so happy to have you in the house. I got to get your uh, your opinion on what you've seen so far in the preseason, man. Well, I mean, there hasn't been much to see, right? Uh, they haven't played the starters too much. But what I can tell you, just just the overall feeling, Stank, of just a competent coaching staff, if that makes sense. I, I know some of you out there know what I'm talking about. You can't quite put your finger on it. But there's just a different feeling, just this aura of confidence, this aura of just organization, bro. Like... The previous regimes, you know, dating back all the way to Gruden before, you know, after Gruden have all felt like just chickens with their head cut off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, almost felt like we're like a like a laughing stock, like just all over the place, not knowing what they're doing, inexperienced in over their heads, in over their heads. Perfect analogy. Just way over their heads. And this coaching staff is so large, man, and so experienced and just this just kind of like this blanket of just calm and it's just like holy shit this is legit i mean that comes with experience in life you know dirt cutter had success pretty much right out the box facts you know and i think that pressure the expectations that he put on himself were were overwhelming i think it was too much for him he was a great and let me let me not let me not he was a good offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Being a head coach and the CEO of all of it, if I put it in barber terms, right? I own seven barber shops. There's a lot of barbers that are great barbers, probably even better barbers than me. But it's a whole nother ball game, bro, when you run the shop. When you're managing 12 different personalities, it's a whole nother game. You know what I mean, it's not just about cutting hair anymore. Well, you're not a barber anymore. I'm not. You're an owner. Fact. You're a CEO. You're an executive. You market. You do sales. You you do all. You, your fingers are in every single pot. Your hands are in everything. Right. And something as stupid as something broke. I gotta go fix it. You know what I mean? And the crazy thing is, you, you know, barber. You, you you may be the best barber in the world, but you kind of lose your your game a little bit if you're not focused like you were on that one individual task and now you're now you're responsible for 50 50 50 different tasks you're not going to be your best self as as a barber and in this case taking it back to to cutter i think that he lost that i think he lost the the relationship building that he had as a as a offensive coordinator you know he was always kind of a of a red ass in, in his press conferences i i, I loved him before I, I he became that. our head coach i love that yeah yeah i loved him you know he would say what was on his mind i always felt like he was honest and i think he was honest as a head coach too but you know think- who remind me of that with all the hype and everybody kept saying oh this guy's gonna be a head coach he's gonna be a head coach he's getting a job soon munkin reminded me carbon copy of cutter he said what was on his mind 
he let it fly. He didn't give a fuck what everybody thought. Yeah. And I was like, everybody was like, this is so refreshing. And I'm like, we just saw this shit two years ago with Cutter. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's the when same your head's thing. not on the chopping block. When you're when, when, when the buck doesn't stop with you, bro. Yeah. And and when you don't have to focus on anything else, Cutter simply put lost the room. He lost the most important room, which is the quarterback room. He lost the relationship that he was building with Jameis. It just veered off and it's a different ball game when you have to overlook everything down to what degree temperature you want in the facility, mm-hmm. down to what you want the players to eat, what time the meeting starts, what time do you want to run training camp, do you want to run day camp practices, night practice, do you want to hit, do you want to go live, do you want to go goal line? That's a whole other ball game when all you do is focus on the Browns' defense and let's find a way to attack the Browns' defense. Yeah, you know, we've seen... Since Gruden's been gone, we've seen four different approaches and four different approaches fail. You know, Raheem was that laid back guy. He was, you know, raw, he wasn't going to be the coach. one to, to to you know have to babysit the guys. He want you know he, he kind of got down to their level, probably too far down, uh, and maybe lost some of the respect factor at the end of the day. But again, he, new head coach didn't have that armor, didn't have that scar tissue, man. That this coaching staff brings in the door. You know, and then we jump into with Shiano, and Shiano was the complete opposite—a red ass, a taskmaster, a master. Like you said, controlled the temperature in the fucking building, and went, had a completely different approach. But ultimately, failed because, you know, when when the when the when you when don't shit, win, and that's your, then that's your yeah. approach. It wears thin very fast. Yeah, and, and it's not—it's it's a personality thing a lot of times because Tony Dungy didn't have any experience either, but Tony Dungy came in here with that never get too high never get too low attitude like you weren't going to, you weren't going to deter him from his goal his 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 mission that he's put into place from the day he stepped in the building his 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 marching orders he wasn't going to ever veer from that even in success he didn't veer from it you know you, you know what i just thought of when you started mentioning all those coaches it's crazy right you mentioned raheem the mm-hmm. players coach mm-hmm. you mentioned shiano the red ass Mm-hmm. You mentioned Cutter, the offensive mind. That yeah. you know when when he, all he had to focus on was offense, he was pretty damn good. Yeah, I wouldn't say you know Hall of Fame great or whatever. No, but pretty damn good. You know what we got in 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 in, in Bruce Arians. Arians. I, I don't know why. Sorry guys, it's been a long day. You know what we got in Arians? <laughs> we have all three of those guys rolled up into one package. We think, do. think about it. Hear me out. You have the Raheem personality mm-hmm. with the swag and the relation to the players. You have the Shiano. He's not going to take shit from anybody. Nope. And then you have the offensive relationship building that Cutter was on the path with. You get all three of those with with Arians. That's kind of unique. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like He, he yeah. can relate to the players with the swag. Mm-hmm. He's not going to take shit from them. <laughs> he's going to let them know it. And then he's got the offensive brains to, to, to bring it all together. Yeah, and he has all of those things plus Experience. a fucking resume. Experience. And the experience, you know, instant respect. Gruden came in the building with instant respect. In his first team meeting in training camp, it was on the current. Do you watch the, the current? It's I on, love those things that are love awesome. the current. I want one every week. Hey, this, I'm biased, bro, but they're, they're better than fucking uh, uh, hard knocks. I agree. They're better than hard knocks. I agree. The, the, the Buccaneers. Shout out the to the current team, man. Shout out to Carmen Vitali and all them out there. Killing it over there, Bucks. Yeah. For real, facts. But. On, his, on the first episode, on his first address of the team, he literally said, these are our goals. Win the division, win the conference, or make it to the playoffs, win the division, etc. He laid it all out. I don't remember what order it was. Yeah. And he said, I've been there at 12-4. and four. I made the Super Bowl at 9-7. Doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there. And when he said that, you can just see it just, just go through the room, man. Like Those guys were like, oh, every one of those players, like, Holy shit. Like, maybe we didn't know, but this guy's been to fucking three or four Super Bowls. You know what I mean? And he's been there at the top, and he's been there making it through the wild card and grinding it out. So, he instantly walks in, and if he tells you, drink this fucking cup of, of special juice, like in Space Jam, we're going to do it. They're just, they just gravitate towards that, because it's experience. It's it's a resume, man. It's it's just everything that I think this team needed. Like when Gruden came in, we just needed that push. I think we have all the talent in the world. I don't care who wants to argue with me. I don't care who wants to call me bias or just a fan. I am not stupid. You are not 
stupid. The people that I talk to are not stupid. The people that listen to this podcast are not stupid and not crazy. There is talent on this team. There is absolutely talent on this no team. No doubt. It's just bringing it together. Yes. I can't agree with you more, man, um, which is why I was so excited for the hire. And now that we're weeks away, three weeks away, two weeks away, whatever it is now, from the first regular season game. And if um, Jimmy G looks the way he looked the other night. Yeah, I, I, I have a I have a confidence to me that, you know, about this team that I maybe I probably shouldn't have. But uh, I'm by I'm 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 drinking Kool-Aid. I'm eating the pudding. I'm all that. I finished the whole bottle of Kool-Aid, <laughs> and I've already made another thing of Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know where it's different for me this year, though? I don't know if you feel the same way. A couple years ago, I got burned, man. The hard knocks year, that hurt. You know, the whole, the whole thing over, the energy, the Brian Deshaun, coming off the 9-7. and seven, We're going yep. to the fucking Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, good morning football is fucking blowing us up. Like, we're going to – we're going to – we're sweeping it. We're, we're going 16-0. and up. Yep. I knew we weren't going to go 16-0, but you know what I mean. That hurt. That was, that was a tough – fall from grace then yes. the next year you pick yourself back up and you're not quite as pumped but you're still pumped because we're not crazy there's talent on this team right it was just it was just bad luck it was injuries it wasn't running game it was a lack of running game and then cutter did the same fucking shit so this year i'm optimistic i'm genuinely optimistic i'm a glass half full type of fan i've always always have been even in the lean rain years yep i always see it half full I'm very optimistic, but I'm very reserved, if that makes sense. I'm not out there, like, you know, pounding my chest. We're going to go 11 and 5. I'm very cautiously quiet. Nobody's out there doing it. No sane Bucks fan is out there. Even though I go on on to Twitter and I like to talk shit to Panthers and and, uh, Saints fans and shit on there. You know, I'm not as... Fuck both of them, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Fuck the Panthers, fuck the Saints. Fuck the Falcons. shit. Fuck them all. Fuck the rest of the NFC. Fuck all that bullshit. What is st- are they ever going to change that stupid fucking... That shit is retarded. Yeah. I hate them. Pound the rock. Pound the, pound the, or whatever is it. Keep pounding. Keep they stole our... You need to steal our fucking Super Bowl run fucking slogan. Fucking biters. Uh, keep pounding has a different connotation yeah, yeah, out there. You exactly. can go a whole other way. That's, a, that's another <laughs> podcast, bro. That's another exactly. genre. So, uh, you know, we've had two preseason games now. Um, the Pittsburgh game, anything stand out to you? Anybody but anybody stand out to you um, other than the usual suspects? I thought there was really good protection. I think Jameis on that first drive, mm-hmm. besides having to evade that one, uh, the one we ran up the left sideline, mm-hmm. and fucking Houdini act. I mean, Jameis does incredible stuff like that all the time. By the way, if it was Patrick Mahomes, that'd be on fucking ESPN top 10, yeah. playing, looping all fucking week. But wh- whatever, whatever. They can just put him eating Ws. It's cool. I'm not going to freak out like everything's I'm going to do. But um, other than that, I think the protection was real good. This fish thought- is coming with me? This Cut. fish. It's, this fish is coming with me. Come you with me. You know why? Because this fish is loyal. <laughs> he has manners. He has manners. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's awesome. It is. Um, I know. That was a surprise to me. The O-line. The O-line, very good protection. Yeah. The, the starters in both games, um, I think there was some protection uh, assignment issues in the Miami game. Uh, I mean, I even tweeted out a clip of Donovan Smith laying a uh, defensive end or just letting him through. And I think uh, one, of the, one that was clearly at the back, um, you know, didn't pick up the the, the blitz, Rojo. so there was there was some protection issues there, but it wasn't like physically getting whooped up front. And I, I have the confidence that we're going to get those things fixed. Go shore that up. Here here's one that has pleasantly surprised me, and hasn't stood out. So I'm going a little bit away from your question, mm-hmm. but I think you'll get where I'm coming from. You haven't heard Kappa's name, and when you don't hear an offensive lineman's name. That's a good thing. Uh, from other than from the fans who are like, "Holy shit!" Right, Alex like, Kappa's out there for what we had last year with yeah. Benenock. Jesus, like Kappa, thank you for doing what you're doing. Yeah, I think Kappa, and I'm I'm guilty as well. I put I kind of put Kappa in that Benenock category last year. I looped him into the same boat. Kappa was a rookie last year. He, he stepped into a mess as a rookie. Uh, put in a position that. He didn't play necessarily, you know. I think he was a tackle in college. Same, same with Ben and I. Um, you know, so. And he came from a D three. Was it D three or D two? Yeah, he was another small school, school guy. He's uh, thrown into the flash pan yeah. there with with Cutter. We're not going to run the ball. We're going to yep. fucking seven step drop. And we're going to throw it sixty times a game. Good luck. 
And that's a, been a little bit of my uh, criticism towards Light. He likes to take tackles and try to convert them into guards. Um, I, I guess if he sees the value there, he thinks these guys have the ability. He knows way I more mean, football listen, than me. It's a, t- it's a tough ask, though. It it's is. It's a tough ask, but listen, uh, for all of Light's downfalls, mm-hmm. I, I'm a Light fan. I, th- I think he's drafted talent. I think it was misused, personally. Um, you're seeing guys now flash like Vernon Hargraves. You're seeing Noah Spence. My bad. Don't healthy, get though. excited on me now. Hey, don't get excited. I, I'll, I know, I'll try. Listen, I I'll see try. the baby oil over here in the, in the studio. Relax. That's because okay? I got I got there's I got no, dry skin, man. There's no hat. There's no half cut jersey here with fucking tennis ball abs <laughs> popping out with Noah Spence. Relax. No, exactly. I said Noah Spence, okay, but don't get crazy on me. If you know, if I could switch, I, I got a little mannequin in here. You would switch. I'm having for one. Spence. I'm having one made actually. You should. <laughs> <laughs> but he's drafted talent. Um, so in Light's defense, um, I mean, he did it with um, Ali Marpet. Mm-hmm. I think Kappa's turned into something nice. I think Jensen, for all the criticism he gets, if you look last year, he was the only guy that was actually fucking trying. Like, he was the only guy running downfield. And, what you know, love him or hate him, penalties or not, or stupid penalties or stupid, you know, personal fouls. He was fucking trying. Yeah. He was at least trying, which is more than I can say for the other guys. I'm not ready to crown Kappa yet. We haven't I'm seen not, live bullets. I'm not. Facts. Um, but so far in the limited exposure he's had, he hasn't, like he's I said, back. he hasn't shit himself. Nope. And, you know, that's a plus. I don't want anybody shitting themselves. Yeah. You guys are going to probably be listening to this tomorrow, game day. Um, so it's going to be a completely different deal today or tomorrow, whatever, Agreed. against Cleveland. They bring some soldiers they and here's the here's two more points for you sorry i didn't mean to cut no you you're good you were asking me stuff that stood out that first game that first drive beautiful right mm-hmm. mike evans did not catch a ball no. oj howard did not catch a ball no second game mike evans has not caught a ball no, and now he's a little banged up, and he won't be catching the ball tomorrow either. He won't be catching one tomorrow, or or you know the last game. And no, you definitely know, I'm not fine the last with that. Game. Like, do we really need somebody to see Mike Evans at this point? Put like, his ass in really on the shelf. Mike, like, no. We listen. We know what's going to happen on Sundays. Three's going to go to thirteen, and it's going to he's going to catch balls. And it's, the chemistry's already, already the chemistry's already there, there with those two. The guy's a freak. He's a top, in my opinion, top five wide receiver in the league. I don't need to see anything. I don't think it has Evans. to be an opinion anymore. He's a t- he's top Some five. Some people still argue with me at the barbershop. Barbershop talk, yeah. people still argue with me that he is not a top five receiver. And it boggles I, my I mind. I question their credibility. And then and then when I show them the numbers, wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So shit the fuck up. He's putting, you know, I don't want to jinx him. But if he imagine he continues to put up these numbers, he's going to have a Hall of Fame but, career. You know, if he hits a thousand yards this year again. He's alone. He's already surpassed, I believe, it's Randy Moss. Randy right? Moss. So it's only him. He's tied with AJ Green, starting their careers with four straight, four, you know, one thousand yards or more yep. receiving. If he gets one this year, he surpasses and stands alone for the only receiver in the entire history. By the way, Stank, this year's, I believe, the hundredth year, right? The anniversary. It they is. got all over the stuff. That's a yep. hundred fucking years. The only receiver in the entire hundred-year history of the NFL to start his career with five straight 1,000-yard seasons. And you're going to tell me he's not top five? Like I said. Eat a dick. It, 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 you know, you can label it on this fucking podcast, you can, by the way. You can say whatever fucking the rock. fuck you want. You want to talk about cocks and balls? We can Not have a whole segment. But, oh, know, we, I, we I, you know, I don't know. About, I, you, know, you know, pork and beans. Yeah, I mean, you talk about Noah, yeah. and my mind just went somewhere. So <laughs> I, I apologize, Bucking idiots. Sometimes shit happens. It's late. I'm hungry. Oh, you know, man. it's been a hot day. Sometimes I get all heated and, and a little, little wet under hot the collar. Bottom, you know yeah, you exactly. Fan, exactly. Defensively. Defensively, uh, um, you know, for the reports that have come out that he's only shown less than ten percent of the playbook. I've seen some shit that I've liked. I've seen some looks that I've liked. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody, I think it might have been you, that posted a, a little post on, on Twitter, you know, where they had two D linemen dropping back and linebackers blitzing in, in the A gaps where they where they dropped out of. And it was like the quarterback looked, what the, you know, confused. Like, what yep. the, that's exactly what you need to do. In, in today's NFL, it is no longer a seven step drop, five step drop league. It's one, two, three, and the ball's out. One, mm-hmm. two, three, and the ball's out. You have to create confusion, you have to jam the receivers at the line. You have to create chaos and pressure them. If not, they will carve you the fuck up. Period. We see it happen. We've seen it happen. 
year after year after year. See, it happen too fucking much. Man. Right. If you don't love you, eighty percent completion. You don't. Please. If you don't knock a guy like Drew Brees out of rhythm, what's to stop him? Other than his receipt, his own players dropping balls and. We just talked about experience, right? Yeah. And how important that is. Yeah. So, so Drew Brees, you're gonna sit back and play cover two, right? And give Drew Brees all the time in the world to pick you apart. He doesn't even get that in practice. I'm sure. He sees more in practice than he did against against Lovey's yeah, scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah against Lovey and Mike Smith. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Mike Smith was doing for. A couple, I mean, I could have been D coordinator. Listen, I could have sat up in the in the booth, me and you, right? I would have brought my little suitcase with my PS4. I would have hooked up my PS4, and I would have said, "Ask, ask, ask, coach." And it just doesn't came make up sense. Better plays than it's not like the guy is an, a moron. He was a head coach in this league. He, he was on the Raven staff for, when when they were monsters. What the fuck happened? Nobody as I, nobody is really giving me a good answer. What happened to Mike Smith? I don't know. I, it, can, it can't be the curse of Tampa Mike Smith is that. definitely smarter than anybody listening to this podcast he when it comes to more defensive about football. football than we know for fucking sure. I I I, I genuinely did he go senile? Like I what, what was he trying no. to? I don't know what he was trying to do. I really don't. And where was the disconnect between the front office and the coaches, right? Like, why would Jason Light draft Vernon Hargraves, who's a press man corner, and play him in a scheme that's zone 15 yards off? And then follow that up by drafting Carlton Davis, who's a physical press man corner. And then play him 15 yards off. And it, it, There was a complete disconnect. It's almost like, and I've thought about this, I don't know if you have. I don't know if others have. There's like this big fucking conspiracy theory that maybe Jason Light knew that B.A. was going to come out of retirement or something. And maybe he knew and the stars were going to align that Bowles was going to fucking lose his job. I don't fucking know. It sounds crazy, right? But it was like he was drafting for this staff. I mean, think about it. Noah Spence, this staff. Vernon Hargraves, this staff. Carlton Davis, this staff. Vita Vea, this staff. He was drafting for Bowles' scheme. Before or he, he was, was drafting best player available in his mind. And, and ultimately, those... those the best way he didn't. Yes, I'm saying. Ultimately, those those players did not fit into... Uh, you know, or, or the coaching staff did just didn't know how to utilize them properly. Then that's that's ownership. That's front up. You, you got you to gotta know that if they can't utilize them correctly, something's got to give. I mean, I'm glad something finally did, and we got, the, we got another coaching staff. You know, here. playing press man is all fine and well. But if you're not getting any pressure up front and you, you're leaving your guys on an island, you're going to give up big plays a lot. Which is what I think what makes Bulls' scheme very unique. Right. And that's why I'm not that worried. Everybody's so worried about JPP being hurt. I'm really not that worried. He brings blitzes from so many – he brings pressure, excuse me, from so many different avenues. Safety blitzes, mm-hmm. corner blitzes. Linebacker blitzes. Like I, I gave you that example in preseason. It's fu- it's fucking preseason. The man's dropping deep tackles and blitzing line. Mm-hmm. I'm not that worried. Now, it, is it an addition? Is it a plus to have JPP? Absolutely. Hell I mean, yeah. You would love to have him. You don't. Want I honestly him. think not that they may have, they may have slid JPP inside. I mean, they did that in previous camp. You remember right. that? Yeah. He was blowing up people inside all day long, yeah. and then all of a sudden they just said, "We're not going to do that anymore." Like imagine having JPP and Sue and Vita. And Vita on the inside, and then having Noah and Nassib on the outside. That's fucking dangerous. Right. I mean, where, where's the where's the where's the baby oil? Where, <laughs> exactly. Go? Exactly. Where to go? I mean, th- th- legitimately, I think JPP can play the five. Sue, he, like you said, that he, he did the five it. with the Rams last year. Yeah. And Vita, the fucking house, you can put him at nose. Yeah. Unfortunately, man, we lost a player who never left, the, never got off the field. Played. He was like an Iron Man. And uh, good against the run, phenomenal pass rusher. It does hurt, but I'm kind of like you. I think we're going to generate a pass rush. We're going to bring it from come hell or high water, bro. Bowles is going to find a way to everywhere the quarterback. Period. He's going to find a way to pepper him. Safeties are going to get sacks. Corners are going to get sacks. Linebackers outside, inside, nose tackles. People, right? Stop. Just stop it. Like stop listening to other. Can I take a shot? Yeah. Am I allowed to take a shot? Take the fuck, bro. Listen, I got no. There are there, I are, got, there are I no, no limitations. I got no beef with Joe, right? But Lee, stop it, Lee, stop! You sound ridiculous. It's preseason, man. Are you kidding me? Are you really? I mean, come on. That that 
that's that's a bit much. That's a bit much. You're, you're insinuating we took the wrong Devin. Come on, man. The first game he played a series and a half, and Devin Bush played an entire fucking half. Come on, man. Come on. I love you guys, but come on. Devin White is going to be fine. People need to stop worrying about Devin White. Trust me, Devin White is going to be fine. He's everything we envisioned. He's everything they drafted him for and more. He's going to be fine. I a thousand percent agree. God, I had a to thousand. Say that. And I, think, I had to say that. I think the majority of the people listening to this podcast feel the exact same way you do. Listen, I I am not worried about Devin White. Is it? Could it take him a little while to feel comfortable with the playbook? Possibly. But this, the kid is instinctual, man. He's instinctual. I, I don't think Bowles is going to put him in a position where it'll take him a little while to feel comfortable. I think Bowles is literally looking at that kid and he's like, you are my fucking missile. And I'm just going to point you in the right direction, put in the coordinates, and fucking unleash you. Yeah, that and kid is you know so what fast hel- and his You know what really helps ridiculous. a middle linebacker in, in a 3-4 defense? What's that? Having a nose tackle like Vita Vea up there to keep the guards and centers off of you. You know what else helps? What's that? Having 54 next door. Oh, that, that might help. Just that a little help. bit, right? Just he might make the Pro Bowl this year. Finally. Go look at how how productive Ray Lewis was. Ray Lewis was productive in, in pretty much any defense, but when they Haloti drafted Haloti Nada, Nata and freed up Ray to do whatever the fuck he wanted, they he unleashed was a beast. Impossible to stop. Stupid. Yeah. That's single handedly shut. That's what I'm saying. We'll be fine. I think so too. And here's a hot take: He has six sacks this year. I can see it. Six sacks. I see that from him. By the way, we've gone this entire podcast. How long? How long? 26 minutes. 26 minutes. Going on 27 minutes. And we haven't talked about Ro-Jo. I'm Ro Joe. I'm a. I'm not on the bandwagon Joe. yet. I'm not a, I'm not on the wagon. Right. But I ordered it. I will tell I will say hundred percent he looks improved from last year. A hundred percent. Thousand percent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's running more confident. He looks he, there's a lot of players, and and let me get the baby oil for you. <laughs> we, we've talked about it with Noah Spence, right? Yep. He gained weight. He lost weight. He looks ripped. He got bigger. He got stronger. He went down to get faster, et cetera, to the yo-yo bullshit with Noah, right? Mm-hmm. And you kind of see it with, with Rojo. You can, he's just bigger, man. Yeah. And, he's, and you see it. You see the direct effect on the field. You see the results on the field of that way. I game. see the confidence. He's breaking tackles, man. That's what He's I running see. up the middle. I see that swagger. Bro, on the first yeah. live period, I think you, you might have been at that practice. I don't know. I don't know. The first live period where they went live because Bruce said, yeah, the only way to learn how to tackle is if you No, I wasn't tackle. out there for the first day of pads. I don't so think. the first day they went live because they had pads, but I'm talking like first live period where mm-hmm. they tackled to the ground. This motherfucker caught a damn swing pass. And they went live, and it's like a switch went off. He looked like booby fucking Miles from Friday Night Lights. He fucking broke a tackle, hurdled the player, and then proceeded to go 65 yards to the house. I think the beauty of Ro- of having Rojo, obviously, he brings something that, that Peyton Barber doesn't bring. He brings something that Dare Obangwale doesn't bring. And LN10, if, if we end up keeping all four of those guys, which I think we will, he brings that... that Home run hitter. Game breaker. Yeah. He's got that speed, but I don't want to rule out. I don't want to cast off Peyton Barber. Oh, no. No, but Pey- Peyton's Peyton- not flashy. Peyton's a hard-nosed runner. I think Peyton, some of Peyton's wiggles underrated, too. He's For, got some yes. wiggle, bro. Yes. He, nobody. Ta- everybody's like, oh, the hammer. He's just going to hammer at the middle. He's a hard-nosed runner. Yep. He is all of that, but he's got some wiggle. He's he got some wiggle to him. Laterally, he's got some wiggle. He may not run away from you. You know, he doesn't have an, that extra gear, but he he can he can get skinny. The very well. first name that that Bruce Arians praised in the very first sit down with the with the the fans or whatever. Peyton Barber was the very first. He said, he "What we, surprised you most?" He said, "We have a running back. We got a running back. Yep. I'm he liked he liked Peyton. I'm excited Barber. about it. Yep. I think." I think it's going to be a healthy dose of both. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to salt away games with Peyton. I think the running game is going to be much more involved this year. And I'm excited about it. Because we haven't seen Jameis with a running game since his rookie year. And that's where Jameis is at his best. 
That's where any quarterback is at his best. You no, know, I'm glad you said that, man. I take that back. Any fucking quarterback. Because I have this argument all the time at the barbershop, and I'm sorry I keep going back to the barbershop, but it, listen, it's where I talk football, guys. It's the fucking barbershop. So anyways, it's where It's the I, heartbeat of American sports right you there. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. So any quarterback, would anytime somebody argues Jameis to me, I'm like, okay, well, you know, take the running game away from Phillip Rivers. Or you know what? Take the running game away from Brady. And I know I'm, I'm talking about some holy names right now, mm-hmm. but Brady wasn't exactly Pat Mahomes last year. No. He threw picks in the playoffs. He looked bad. He looked shaky. Who was – what dominated their offense? Fucking Sony Michelle was running the ball like, like a fucking bat out of hell in the playoffs. I think yeah. he had six touchdowns in the playoffs or something And they like supplement the running game with the short passing game. Thank so you. if you struggle in the running game, you better have a short passing game. You better, you better figure out one or the other. Cutter did the exact opposite. Right. He didn't run the ball. And then everything was long. Yeah. Seven-step drop. Yes. And then outside the hashes. And then you're going to say, Jameis is a professional. I don't, I don't need to develop him. The hardest throws possible. Why don't outside you go ahead and, and, and try 20 of those? Long, again, when, when long the defense developing. Is, when the defense is expecting it. Right. Exactly. When you're down by 20, when when they're bringing nothing but pass rush, yeah. they're not, they know you're not running the ball. Yeah. And then you have a tough. turnstile right guard. Right. Like, come on. I, I know I'm, I'm James Bias, but it, it is what it is. Take it or leave it. It's, it's, I'm, I'm just laying facts on the table. And then Arians comes in and says, no, we're going to run the ball, right, like they do in New England, like they do in New Orleans, by the way, before they got Camara, They were fucking 8-8, eight 8-8, and 7-9, eight, eight and 7-9. Eight, before they shored up that defense and they got Carolina. Camara, they were right. Carolina. Carolina, Carolina the same way. Atlanta went to the Super Bowl with two running backs, yep. with fucking uh, Freeman and, and, and homeboy they just signed with, with the 49ers that I want Coleman. Yeah, they went off the back of that running game. I'm so glad action. you said that. The 49ers got him for like two million bucks. How the fuck that guy can pat can catch passes? He's a beast. Yeah, he's a fucking it, it's beast. Just, it, listen, it's it's politics, and they, they drafted yeah. Roger in the second round. They they couldn't bury him on the tra- yeah. chart. They need Bruce to come in here and save fucking James and save Rojo. Um, but Bruce comes in like all of these teams that are, have been successful. We just talked about. He says, "No, we're going to run the ball." And then we're going to play action off the off of that and actually have the defense respect it. Did you see the play action against Miami, by the way? Did you peep that? They play actioned, and all the linebackers fucking fell forward, like fucking seven yards, and OJ wide open for a 16-yard game. Oh, yeah, that play. Yep. Hello, it actually works. Eureka. Thank you, Bruce. I I, bro, you could put four guys on OJ. He's always open. It, he's always open. He's 7-11. Yeah. All day long. And then the other part that's unique about Bruce's offense one, he structures it to the strengths of his of his of his of his players, right? But his offense, unlike Cutters, attacks the seams in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. where Cutters attacked the outside. So the real estate outside isn't you know you have so much real estate in the middle, and Jameis's strength, if you go back always to college, been. it's has always, always been. been the middle. Yep. With the freaking tight end that signed O'Leary. Yeah. I mean that was his money throw like he does the break all day long. Mm-hmm. So why would you go away from that? Why would you not implement that? So I'm excited to see that. I'm excited for the short passing game. In Pittsburgh, that's what you saw. You saw one, two, three, ball was out. One, two, three, ball was out. Run the ball. Screen pass. It was just a totally different thing. By the way, against Miami, we saw a screen pass. Yeah. Holy fucking several shit, people. Screen there were several screen passes. Nice ones, too. What the fuck? Ones that, ones that you didn't get the call from a mile away as a fan and be like, oh, it's a screen. It's a screen, yeah. Right. And, and imagine Rojo catching that ball. I like Dare. I like Dare. I think he's got he's got a good mix of yeah, both. Get get that ball in his hand get, in stride with get some it, blockers get, in get front it, of him. Get it into Rojo's hands and see what he That's does. That's paint right there. It's it's gone. Yeah. That Pittsburgh one, he would have had a touchdown if Godwin holds up that block mm-hmm. a second longer. By the way, if you know, you remember what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. He got tackled from behind from the person from the the DB that Godwin's blocking, and yep. he didn't, just block one more second, Godwin. He's in there. He wanted the touchdown. Though, I kind of like the flow of the scripted plays. You know, uh, the first series. In both games, were scripted, and even though we had some protection issues against Miami, the play calls made sense. It wasn't predictable. Obviously, they're not showing anything special right now, but you know that 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 does give us a glimpse at left Leftwich's football IQ. You know, with this an unknown right now, what we're, what we have with Leftwich, Bruce Arians trusts him with his team, his offense. He's got to be. He's got to have some type of talent, right? Listen, Bruce did not come off the couch. He did not leave the studio booth or whatever the booth, whatever you want to call it, 
at 66 years old with health problems to put his legacy and his pristine record in the hands of somebody he would not trust. You think he cares? Did you see him in the preseason game getting hot all game game long? He wanted a murder arrest. Rightfully so, by the way. What the fuck on that screen screen pass? That was not a – come on. That was not a – No. That was a horrible call. So I don't blame him. And I think that Ellington fumble was a fumble either. In slow mo, it looked like a fumble. fumble. But in live speed, he was still – ball was still moving around. I agree. So I don't think he's going to put all of that, all of his credentials – all of everything he's done just in, in the hands of somebody that he didn't feel was ready. The reason I bring up the fact it, about d- does he care is you know there are fans out there who ask or or pose the question: Is he just in it for the money? Did he come back just for the money? Did he come out of the booth just for Bruce the money? Does not need the money. Yeah, he doesn't need the money. Um, you know, but is he gonna was he gonna give us? Were we, were we gonna get the whole Bruce? Are we gonna get the Bruce that 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 loves? Or are we gonna get a neutered Bruce? I think we're going to get the Bruce we need. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. I, I, we're going to get the Bruce that we that this franchise needs. Seeing him tripping during a preseason I game. I haven't seen that since fucking, I don't know, since Gruden, I guess. No, exactly. Like, I, I, I was, like, I, I was, I was actually was a fan red. of that. He was. Fucking I was a little worried, like, actually. Bruce, calm, I need you, to take, a, I need you to take a breather, bro. We need to make it to week one. Yeah. It, the Bruce needs to be on a pitch count. <laughs> 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 like, Bruce, that... One series and you're you're out. Come on, yeah. you're out. Let's go. I'm sure his wife Christina, when she got home, probably got on his ass. I yeah. saw your blood pressure saw, go up. You were you were a little bit red. You were looking like a tomato. Yeah. Well, I think our young secondary is going to get a test tomorrow against uh, Cleveland's offense. Wow. They've got some weapons. Wow. I don't know if OBJ is playing, you, but they they got think, weapons without him. You think? I mean. Callaway, I think, is a great receiver, man, from is he, Florida. Is he get suspended again? I don't. Is he suspended? May, I'm th- maybe I maybe thinking think so. of somebody else. Yeah, he's not suspended. No, he was a beast at Florida. He's just he a fl- fucking moron, he's bro. A moron. But yeah. what I'm saying is, he's like third or fourth on the depth chart. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah they're gonna get tested tomorrow. I, you know what? I look for Murphy Bunting. Step the fuck up, bro. To me, he's been. He he looked a little wide eyed, a little shook out there. Uh, well, looks James like he's said it. Yeah, it looks like he's thinking, not reacting, not playing football. He's just not trying to me- trying not to mess up, which is not playing football. Yeah. You know who's looked like the fucking predator out there? Like a different kind of like, and Ronde Barber said it. He just looks different. Jamal Dean. Wow. Yeah. That's a big motherfucker, bro. Like we got some big corners, man. Carlton Davis. Like I'm excited to see if, They're if, both he, big. if he stays on this path. I'm excited to see that matchup with with a Julio Jones or something like that, man. Like. Yeah, you're big and fast. I'm big and fast too. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Edwards. I think he's a he's a fucking firecracker. He'll, he'll pop you. You know what I mean? But he's also a ball hawk. Um, Vernon's look like he's just on another mission. He's on. Whiteheads look good. Whitehead look. Whitehead's always been a mess. I've always been a fan of his. His was more staying healthy mm-hmm. and channeling. Justin that Evans too. Same way. They knocked themselves out of the game. Knock themselves out, yeah. and, and with Whitehead, it was it's like, like channeling that energy, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's no good to be a fucking speeding bullet <laughs> if you're not fitting the right gap or do where you're supposed to be, you know right? Mean? So I think he looks. Last year, you'd see him flash like holy shit, he just threw his body in there like that. This year, you're seeing the same thing, but controlled. If that makes sense, definitely makes sense. He's a, he's another year. He's got a year under his belt, man. That does a lot jump. for that does the a lot. Biggest for jump him. is from the first to second year. This yeah, time. that does a lot for these young guys, and you know, Bowles love safeties. He it's a fun him. defense. It's a defense that if you love football, you love to hit. You love to fly around. Did you hear Warren Sapp? Yeah, he said he would give up his entire career, <laughs> and then he said he would give up his left, his right arm, his left and right leg, yeah. just for the opportunity. To play in his defense, yeah, that holy shit! Oh, yeah. I'm hey. pumped, bro. I'm fucking juiced. Yeah, you got my. You got go, man. It's a game day tomorrow. <laughs> this time tomorrow, nine thirty, we'll be watching our Bucks play the fucking Browns. The hype train, the team that's in the same position we were two years ago. Will they live up to it? You like Baker? I like Baker, bro. I don't like some him. people don't like Baker. I I like me some Baker, bro. I don't like. Him. I like Baker, man. Seems a I little. I like that shit. Seems he's a tryhard. 
I don't think so, man. Yeah, he, want everybody, he wants everybody to like him. I just, uh, I don't know, man. I, I like that shit, dude. Mm. I like that. I mean, it's a little, listen, it's a little here's cringy for me. Here's my thing. You can't criticize players for being cookie cutter and so PC all the time yeah. and not showing their true emotions or wearing their emotions on their sleeves. And then a player comes along and actually says what he, what he's thinking. And then, uh, like, people, everybody goes nuts nationally. Like, oh, did he say that? And then when somebody comes out, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to play them. It's very PC and very, very correct, right? Oh, that, well, that's boring. Well, you can't have it both ways. Eli and that's Man- not an attack at you, right? Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Right. There you go. Jameis sometimes. I love I love me some Jameis, man, but Jameis is very fucking carbon copy up there at the, at the podium. Sometimes he'll step out of that, but it, 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 it's very much so. I'm here to play for my teammates, and I'm excited for the opportunity, and I'm blessed with God. To, and it's the same fucking yeah. shit. I love you, Jameis, but it's the same fucking... Think about it. But we thing. all know when Jameis isn't in front of the mic, we all, we all know he's standing on tables. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Well, we, we you know he's in the cafeteria standing on tables, okay? We know Jameis is a big kid. We he's know a it. Big kid, bro. Yeah. We go eat some motherfucking W's. Yes. You want some alpha missile? That's the real Jameis. You want some alpha missile? Come on. That's, <laughs> that's the, the real cor- Jameis. Hey, listen, man. If, if he's number one in one thing, that's the courteous fucking speech before a game I've ever seen in my life. I, like, I've always he's said done I'm, a lot I'm, of corny I'm biased. <laughs> I'm Jameis biased. But when I saw that pregame, I was like, what the fuck did I just buy? You know what, though? If we were winning games and Nobody he did would, that it speech. No. It wouldn't matter. But there would be, people would be wearing Eaton W Eaton t-shirts, w t-shirts, but not as a meme. They'd yeah. be wearing them just because. Just because. Yeah, it might even be. Uh, we might even have that as our, instead of raise the red flags or fire the cans. Eat fucking W's. Eat some fucking eat W's. Eat some W's. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, bro. We just did 40 minutes. right in the pussy. Oh, wow. Did I just say that? I I didn't even hear what you said. You want to repeat it? No, I'm good. (laughs) I got to stand on the table first. I'm excited, man. uh, I'm going to be out there tomorrow. I know a lot of you bucking idiots are going to be out there tomorrow. Christian, you got to come in here uh, on the regular. I'm down, bro. What's up? You tell me. I'm I'm serious. I'm going to call on you. You got to come through. Hey, Christian is in his work clothing. He came here. He, he, he's, he's selling out for you Buck fans. He's selling out for the Bucking Idiots. That's how much this man, he, he could be at home right now with his wife and his children watching some preseason games. But no, he came here because he wants to talk Bucks. He wants to share his knowledge with you guys. And the baby oil after the kids go to sleep, though. Well, he came over here to borrow my baby oil. I don't know why. I mean... Well, I mean, you have an industrial size one. You well, know, you know how you specially some people, ordered. You know some people you have to like squeeze. He just has the pump top. Well, because like, mine's, ma- mine's made of like, actual. What the fuck is that? Mine's, mine comes from China. It's made with made of actual babies. Oh, what? of actual babies. Yeah, it's different. Wow, that's yeah, that's unique. I don't know if I'm into that. Yeah, they have too many over there. <laughs> okay, I might have to edit that out. <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> or I'm keeping it in because it's the bucking idiots, baby. And it's it's just this is raw and uncut. That's it's right. Real. We do idiot shit here. But I don't know how to prove that message. <laughs> Headlines Barbershop does not approve that message. Hey, man, you want to leave the fans with anything? You know, um, fuck. Caught me off guard here. <laughs> leave them with anything. Just, just don't be like me, man. Just let fucking loose. Let's go. Let's have fun this year. Yep. There's no expectations. Nobody's picking us to do anything. So fuck everybody. Let's fucking, let's, let's. What, what, what the fuck's the saying? Let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, rock out with our cocks out. Oh, that's that's one of them. Okay. That's a pretty good one. Circle the wagons, and it's all about the bucks no and fuck everybody else. No one circles the wagons. No one circles the wagons like the Buccaneers do. Hey, there's but, a lot of wagons that are empty, and hopefully, with some wins, those those guys that are you know out there hiding and scared to be fans because we got a lot of fans who are scared to be fans because they want to get clowned at work and clowned at school clowned by their wife they're scared we start winning they're gonna climb out they'll climb out they'll be fine they'll be good here i'm gonna leave them with this ready the fucking cannons go bucks go bucks (laughs) haha there it is christian much love for coming through and blessing the bucking idiots family with your knowledge We will definitely be having Christian back on the show very fucking soon. All right. So I made the announcement late, but we do have one Bucks take. Tommy, what's up, baby? Dank, what up? It's Tommy. Yo, our linebackers balled out last Friday against Miami. 
Devontae Vaughn, Kevin Mincher, Jack Sitchy, he did his thing. Um, but, uh, Devontae Vaughn and Kevin Mincher, man, Kevin Mincher was a tackling machine. I, I'm so stoked for what they're gonna do against, um, Cleveland tomorrow. Uh, on Friday night, uh, I think they're gonna have ball out because they're gonna. I think they're gonna play the. I think Todd Bowles is gonna keep them the first half just to get some experience, just to get some time, you know, get some rust off the pads because they have barely played that much. The starters have. Um, I mean, I know Devontae Bond, he's played a good amount of time, uh, Mentor's played a good amount of time, but. Uh, I think Minter is going to probably play a good amount. Of, he's going to play a lot, and so is Bond. He's going to play more. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for what they're going to do. Um, I'm really excited to see what the hell Scotty Miller can do, man. This is he, these last two weeks, bro. This is his last shot to make this squad at least at least a 53. And that's not even really a given that he's going to be on the team for week one, to be honest. But I think he can do something. Hopefully he gets some shot with the ones, but um, hopefully he tears it up against those twos and threes so he gets a shot. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully he falls out. I'm looking forward for Scotty. You know, you can't, you can't teach speed. So, but anyways, looking forward to the podcast, bro. Fucking idiot. Peace. Yo, what's up, Tommy? Thank you for blessing us with that Bucks take. Scotty Miller's got to get his ass on the field if he wants to make this team. Right now, because of his injury, I think Bobo's got the upper hand. He's got the experience. He's got some chemistry with Jameis. So Scotty better show something here in tonight's preseason game and next week as well. I'm sure he'll get opportunities in the fourth preseason game too to show what he's got. He looked good in camp, but that injury, man, that injury hurt. You made a good point about the linebackers. I thought Minter actually stepped up and played a much better game against the Dolphins than he did against the Steelers. Our outside linebackers, Bond specifically, had a great game against the Dolphins. Want to see if he can carry over that momentum tonight against Cleveland. Should be fun, man. Okay, fucking idiots. I'm giving away another jersey. Get on Twitter. Check out the Stank Bastard feed or the Bucking Idiots feed. I posted a picture of a very unique Warren Sapp jersey made by Puma. It's official NFL merchandise. I've already had some mixed feedback on it because it's a little bit different. It's pewter with red numbers. Doesn't actually say Sapp's name on the back. It has a stitched on Bucks logo. I think it's pretty dope. Check it out. Let me know what you think. If you're interested, leave a Bucks take. You guys already know the magical words. I want that jersey bitch that's it then you're in the running this is like the 10th or 12th jersey i've given away and there's more to come leave that bucks take you'll be in the running fucking idiots family i love you can't wait for the game tonight hope to see some of you out there much love bucking idiots we out (laughs) 